Welcome to the latest episode of the Pierce of Mind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Pierce. Before we get started here tonight, go ahead and push that subscribe button. Give us a like, share us with your friends, and we will get rocking and rolling. It is officially uh, one week and one day back in res, and I honestly kind of feel like uh, everything's kind of calming down now. Like even like my angst and my desire to get out of here is chilling out. I'm kind of getting in the flow of things, partaking in, you know, the group therapy a lot more than I did the first few days. And, you know, just trying to make the best of a shitty situation because as you know, I don't really like my treatment team. I don't trust them. I think they play power games. Um, but I also know a lot. some of that can be just me uh, not wanting to get on board or trying to get exactly what I want. And I know that's not realistic. Um, the problem is, it's like once I get in this mode, I don't know how to get out of self-destruct mode. So if I can't get a new treatment team, how do I avoid that? If you have an answer for that, God, I would love it. Um, Saturdays are usually pretty chill here. Um, you know, the groups aren't too terrible, not too deep. And there's usually a lot of relaxation. Just kind of, uh, you know, almost like, how would I say it? recouping you know restoring yeah some restorative rest and that's kind of nice I'm struggling in my heart and I was wondering if you could help me uh I have a friend who is literally my best friend in the world she I mean her family has been phenomenal to me I think, and I could be remembering this wrong, but I believe at one point I was the only boy allowed in her house. Again, that might be incorrect, but that's just kind of how I remember it. That's my version. Um, and she is just an amazing woman. And she found out uh, the other day that her mom's got breast cancer and, you know, her dad's dealing with possibly a tumor. And I... I am crushed inside. Like, my heart is breaking for that family. And honestly, I don't even think about what I have going on right now. I'm really just thinking about how sad she must be. And, but I don't know how to, like, verbalize that. Because I'm not good with sadness. I'm not good with that awkward sadness when, you know. And I want to be supportive and I want to say all the right things. Um, I just don't know if I'm built that way. I mean, I tried to say something in from the heart and I hope she gets it, like takes it, it came out right. But I always just feel like I don't know what to do. You know, I always think of Ricky Bobby, like, I don't know what to do with my hands when he's getting interviewed after his first race. And that's kind of how I always feel in those awkward family situations. 
like I know there's a protocol, but it's, I don't know, it just doesn't always feel natural to me. Um, but I always care, like, this family was like, I mean, just honestly, her dad was always really cool to me. Her mom was always super sweet, always very welcoming. I literally can go years without seeing these people and they embrace me like we just hung out yesterday and I hope only for the best for them I just wish and hope that I could verbalize that to my dear friend I've been thinking a lot about my daughter today ways I could connect with her I think it's time to send my ex-wife a text message um, honestly, just getting on my knees and praying for her help and begging for her help. And I'm going to have to suck up and probably take a lot of shit because I know she has some anger toward me, but I really need to have my daughter in my life. I need to have a shot and I can't wait a year, can't wait two years, I need to start now, and she is the one who can help me, like, if anybody can help me, it's her, the problem is, does she want to, you know, I'm hoping that even with her having her own issues, she sees that, like, Kaylee doesn't have to, like, love me, Kaylee doesn't have to be my best friend, but I hope she sees that it's important that Kaylee knows me and knows her this side of her family and who she is because she knows very well how it affected me not knowing my other side of the family and how it's a big part of the reason why I'm here today. Um, so I'm trying so hard to like put the wor- right words down in a text message where she won't just get angry with me or tell me to stop bothering her. I really try to respect her space, but I just think it's time that we have a real adult conversation. And honestly, I'd like to have some talks with her. Um, You know, she and I were married. We had a kid. We had, I mean, we loved each other at one point greatly. And I've always respected her for being the mother of my child. You know, I haven't always showed it and I haven't always done the right things or been in the right places, but I've never disrespected her and in front of Kaylee, I've never, you know, made her think she wasn't doing her, like being a good parent. I've always you know, mentioned what a great parent I think she is, you know, she's had her life issues, we all do, right, shit, I had all kinds of issues when I was younger, I, especially I think about when Deb and I got married, and how I didn't take it seriously, I really, it's funny because like, my marriage to Kim is like, it's the thing that I cherish the most in this world by far to the point where, you know, I've argued about not having surgeries because they wanted me to take my wedding band off. Cause you know, my wedding band, it was like $15 on Amazon, but it symbolizes, you know, 
my bond to Kim. It's, you know, it symbolizes the vows we made, the promises we made to one another. And it might sound hypocritical, but like, I think your marriage should be, you know, number one. And I don't believe in divorce. Now I know you're going, hey, Matt, you've been divorced. And you wouldn't be wrong. But honestly, I didn't. It sucks to say this because I definitely loved Deb when I married her. And I didn't think it wasn't going to last, but also, like, I didn't take it seriously. Like, I didn't take it like like I do now, like, that we were bonded, that we made promises to each other. I was immature. I had some, you know, mental issues that obviously I didn't handle till way later. I was under a lot of pressure that I could not handle and that is not an excuse I'm just telling you the facts um I just I couldn't take all the expectations from all the directions I just felt like I was failing everybody constantly so basically the second she gave me a chance to be out I was all for it. I literally treated it like I was breaking up with somebody. Now, you know, unfortunately, I couldn't see what was about to happen as we were about to have, you know, this ugly relationship, which I I understood at first, right? Because I think we both wanted it to work and we both wanted to try, but we were also both stubborn. And so I knew it would be ugly at first, but I thought we'll grow up, we'll mature, you know, we'll marry other people, well, our lives will move on and we'll, you know, we'll realize that we have to be there for Kaylee and we'll find a way to have a good relationship or at least like a civil one because we have this beautiful daughter and we, she needs two parents and no, she hated me with a hate that I have never felt before since. And I know that I I definitely like... Fuck. I definitely earned a lot of that hate. I was a real piece of shit when we were married. Um... I violated so many expectations and so many things with her and was very much a scumbag. Things she definitely didn't deserve because she gave me her all and I, you know, I was an asshole because I was hurting and I didn't know why, but I was hurting and I wanted her to hurt like me. So I, you know, I said some terrible things to her. Um, basically cheated on her with uh, my brother's ex-girlfriend and you know I was having like when AOL message groups were a thing I was like in these groups and I was talking to women and like even though I told them I was married, like it, they didn't seem to give a shit, and we were having very inappropriate conversations. 
and I am like saying that right now is filling me with a ton of shame and embarrassment but also like I have to be honest right that shit happened now here we are what 20 plus years later 25 years later I haven't talked to my daughter in six years going on seven um, and my heart just breaks every day when I wake up knowing that I'm not going to speak to her that day so you know I got to reach out I got to put the effort in I got to stay consistent but I also don't want to be too pushy right because that's causes a whole another amount of damage that I don't think either of us want to deal with laying in bed I'm like so ready to go to bed but I'm still awake and I still gotta do flipping laundry um ooh you know what I did do today I had a social interaction that was phenomenal so um there's mostly uh women here and you know very much younger except for I think one or two people are near my age but everyone else is like basically the age of my daughter so it's like I have a bunch of kids and there is one other guy or two other guys actually but one of the guys we started playing chess today and I gotta lie we played two games of chess and it was the like happiest I've been in a week just to have that social interaction with somebody felt so good and it kind of took a lot of that loneliness I've been feeling away. And I think maybe that's one of the reasons why today went so well. And I was able to calm down and decompress a little and realize that I've probably been being a real asshole. I mean, let's be honest. I knew I was being a real asshole the whole time. I'm going to sneeze and I apologize ahead of time, but I don't know how to pause this recording. So we're just going to rock with it. Um, tomorrow we got church, a.k.a. just an extra hour of independent time and independent time. So hopefully get some stuff done during those couple hours. I've been working on uh, learning how to code on Khan Academy. Uh, so I'll probably do a little bit of that. I am looking forward to like next week. Was it next week or the week after? Well, ne- well this next week's the Super Bowl. Which will be awesome. And then the week after that, the XFL is back. So it's spring football time, which means I get football year-round. Thank God. I definitely don't ever want to go without spring football again. I love having year-round football. It just makes things so nice. Even if the le- like the other the new leagues kind of are not as good. And they, you know, not as exciting yet because they need to build up. Um, it's just fun to have them. And I think if one could find its footing and stick around for a handful of years, I think it could get pretty big again. I remember back, you know, watching things like back in the eighties where like the USS, the USFL was huge. And then, you know, Trump does what Trump does and screws it up. So, you know, I'm hoping one of them, you know, 
get the footing. But that will start here in a couple weeks. Super Bowl's next week. I mean, we're just rocking and rolling. Things are, like, coming at a fast pace. I get out of here on the 16th, get paroled out, go back to... Uh, what's it called? Um, PHP. And then all this month I have that appointment, the seminar with the weight loss clinic. I can't tell you guys how happy I am I found that bariatric clinic and that they're going to try to do my surgery down here. I mean, it is definitely not guaranteed. And there's a likelihood, probably maybe even a high likelihood it doesn't happen. And I'm prepared for that. But the fact that I have a light at the end of the tunnel that I shot thought was completely shut down gives me so much hope and so much just reason to fight. Um, yeah, so here's the thing I'm going to, and I know I'm about to cut this off, but I know like there's other things I had planned for tonight and I apologize. Like I'm trying to get the groove back in. I'm trying to get back into the flow. And so I appreciate you sticking around and being patient with me as I get there. Cause I mean, we're going to get there. It just is going to take a little time. Um, yeah, but since I can't think of any right this second, maybe I'll start taking some notes around the day. I'm going to say good evening, good night. Thank you so much for stopping in. And please hit that subscribe, like, and share button so we can get it out to other people. We're going to try to do a live show here in a couple of weeks. I'm going to reach out to uh, Kevin Tenney, see if we can maybe work out just having a chat one night on here and see how it goes um yeah we'll just kind of see what happens but until then take it easy this has been pierce of mind podcast we'll see you next time